This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Just getting rolling here on this Friday night edition of Overtime. It's the youngest in charge movement, Linnell Willingham. Taking you up to 9-10 tonight before we dish the rock to Charlie Slows and Dave Jagler. They'll get you warmed up for Nats and Padres weekend series coming up. Patrick Corbin on the bump for Davey Martinez's squad. It is a 9-40 first pitch per usual. You can hear all of the action right here on the fan. Plenty more to get to, though. Before we get to the top of the 9 o'clock hour, top of the 8 o'clock hour, our pal Wayne Cole, who covers the Washington Wizards and Washington Mystics uh, for the United States Press Corp, is set to join the program. We'll give his thoughts on the new-look Wizards and what's going on uh, roster-wise with that group. And I wanted to have Wayne on because when Michael Winger was introduced and when Will Dawkins was introduced to the D.C. media, Wayne got the opportunity uh, to get a little bit of a one-on-one with Wizards owner Ted Leonsis. So we'll ask him uh, some of the details surrounding that conversation. But we were talking about Ted Leonsis earlier. I, boy, I hope this is just a situation where he's trying to get folks to bid against themselves. And this is some type of political posturing because the idea of moving the Wizards or the Capitals uh, north of Virginia is a huge, huge no-no. Right now, though, let's get to Linnell's lead line. For our top story in other news, more news, the biggest breaking news story this town has ever seen. Linnell's lead line. No surprise where we're going with this one, ladies and gentlemen. The Washington Wizards last night, the shocker of all shockers, right? Because if I would have told you heading in, if I would have told you a week ago, heading into last night's draft that at number eight overall, Cam Whitmore, the freshman from Villanova, if I told you he would have been on the board for Washington to take at number eight, and they didn't, Wizards fans would be rioting right now. It would be absolute bedlam uh, here in our nation's capital. Being out there yesterday at Capital One Arena from the Wizards draft party, it was talking to folks who were in attendance, some of the fans, a lot of mixed emotions about the Washington Wizards' first-round pick. Uh, They move up and swap picks with the Indiana Pacers to give up two second-round picks uh, to move up to number seven to draft Bilal Koulibaly, the teammate uh, of French superstar Victor Wembenyama. They take him at number seven overall, and not a lot of, you know, not not a lot of consensus about, or not a lot of information out there initially about who Bilal Koulibaly is. Doing some more research on him and hearing and actually getting the chance to talk to him last night. As far as a pro comp, that's been the number one thing I've been trying to anchor down here the past 24 hours or so. Finding someone to compare this young man to that's already in the NBA, 
the best I got is like a OG Ananobi of the Toronto Raptors, a, a Mikel Bridges of of the Brooklyn Nets. I think standing at six foot seven, seven two wingspan, kind of got a wiry frame. If you watch some of the highlights and tape on him, competes his ass off on the defensive end, gets up and down the floor. He's got a decent handle to him. The one thing you continue to hear about his game is that he's raw. Raw is the, the term that's being used to describe his offensive game. Um, doesn't have a terrible stroke when it comes to like his mechanics on the jump shot. I just think it's going to take some time for him to get acclimated to the speed and the physicality of the NBA game. On defense, though, I mentioned he's 6'7". He's got a 7'2 wingspan. He'll be able to come in and make an impact on that end of the floor Right away, right? I compared him to OG Ananobi and Mikel Bridges, a two guard, a three guard, a, a wing. Standing at six foot seven with a seven two wingspan, he's got legit position versatility. Talking to Will Dawkins last night, they're confident that Bilal's going to be able to guard one through four. Now, some fours in the league, he's not going to have a chance guarding because of his frame, but you watch him on tape, he moves well. Super athlete, and that's the one thing in the one area that, you know, he really stood out to talent evaluators during this process is the physicals on this young man. The measurables are, are off the charts. Six foot seven, 190 pounds, seven two wingspan, can jump out of the gym, and it shows up on tape when you watch him, right? His ability to make plays on the defensive end, convert defense into offense, getting into the passing lane, I mean, he takes it personal on the defensive end, and he plays super hard, right? At 18 years old, the word that new Wizards general manager Will Dawkins used to describe him last night, a ball of clay. They look at him like a ball of clay and somebody that maybe three years from now, Bilal Koulibaly ends up being one of the best two or three prospects in this draft. But there's also the flip side of the conversation when it comes to Bilal Koulibaly. Because like I said, Cam Whitmore from Villanova, I'm not shy about it. Was one of my two or three favorite players in this entire draft class. And the fact that he went to Archbishop Spalding in Baltimore, it just, it all made sense, right? The local flavor, it all made sense. And he would be a plug-and-play guy for Washington on the wing, an area that they desperately need to upgrade. But as we talked about last night on the broadcast, Will Dawkins, Travis Schlank, Michael Winger, they have done homework. And, and scouted these dudes for such a long amount of time that it's silly for any of us to go out and try to question any of their picks because they're the ones out there on the road doing the homework. You know what I'm saying? Burning the midnight oil, grinding film, crawl, traveling across country, you know, to see these prospects. So you got to take their word for it. I know it's difficult with this organization because in past years, that's really been the Achilles heel of the Wizards front office is their inability to hit on draft picks. Quite frankly, it's why we're in the position we're in right now. But, man, my, my initial reaction when Bilal gets taken is, okay, I'm going to trust it. Because that's that's the the energy I'm coming with when, when, when in, in terms of this new Wizards front office. I'm trusting the process. And we got to coin a phrase. Someone on Twitter, do your work. Do your thing, 21. At me, at N-E-L-L underscore B-T-P. We got to come up with a phrase or a name for this Wizards rebuild, the Philadelphia 76ers had the process. What do we call in this rebuild here in D.C.? You can tweet at me with that. It's at N-E-L-L underscore B-T-P. The bottom line is this. 
because he's the number seven overall pick, there is an expectation that he's going to be able to come in and play major minutes in year one. That's the expectations of the fan base. When you're the number seven pick, I don't care that it's they're viewing it as a long-term play. He should still be able to play significant minutes uh, during his rookie year. One dude who has been all over uh, the meteoric rise of Bilal Koulibaly is our pal Jonathan Gavoni over at ESPN. Here's his thoughts after the Wizards drafted the French Phenom last night, number seven overall. Hannah, it has to be 18-year-old Bilal Koulibaly. Three months ago, he wasn't even sure that he was going to be in this draft. He's younger than the majority of the freshmen projected in the 2024 draft. He barely played the first half of the season, but his stock rose and rose as the year moved on. He had a phenomenal showing in the French League playoffs, guarding the point of attack, shutting down point guards, making threes at 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 an acceptable clip, getting out in the open court, and doing some ball handling. They lost their point guards during the season, and they put the ball in his hands, and it really worked out for him. His stock absolutely exploded. Number seven pick in the draft, 18 years old. The upside is huge here. He was standing five foot 11 three years ago. The growth for this kid is unbelievable. One of the best stories I've seen in my 20 years doing this. That is glowing reviews from Jonathan Gavoni. Like he said, he's been doing this for 20 plus years. So to see a guy rise like this at the end of the process definitely makes you scratch your head a little bit. But a key detail that Jonathan gave right there that is huge to me. And it speaks to his skill set. Two summers ago, this young man grew about seven to eight inches, which is why he now stands at six foot seven. So basically, the entirety of his childhood basketball career, he was a guard. And now that he's six foot seven with a seven two wingspan, it's not like those guard capabilities just disappear from Bilal. That's why I get excited about Koulibaly. Yes, it may be the long-term play for Washington. Yes, he may not have a huge impact on the team during his first season, but the Wizards aren't trying to win a bunch of games next year anyway. You want to put a respectable product on the floor, and you want to do whatever you can uh, to continue to build the building blocks of the future for this program, man. I always say it. They have cap space now. They have a bevy of draft picks. It's much better to have the picks than it is to have the cap space. Because at the end of the day, if you don't hit on these draft picks, if Blau Koulibaly doesn't turn into a piece that can be in this rotation for the long term moving forward, you failed. You failed, and that's a setback. We'll see, though, man. We'll hear more from a couple different folks on uh, Blau Koulibaly, the Wizards' first-round pick. Uh, when we get back, we'll actually hear from new Wizards general manager Will Dawkins. He spoke last night. In the wee hours of the morning, it was actually early this morning, about 1.15 Eastern time uh, this morning, Will Dawkins spoke to a contingent of local reporters and gave his thoughts and a little bit of insight into the process uh, and how they came up with uh, Bilal Koulibaly. That's next here on The Fan. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It's overtime here on 106.7 The Fan and always streaming live nationally on the free Odyssey apps. The youngest in charge movement, Linnell Willingham, taking you up to 9-10 tonight before we dish the rock to Charlie Slows and Dave Jagler. They'll bring you the fans' coverage of Washington Nationals baseball, the fellas' Out in San Diego, taking on a familiar face, Juan Soto and the San Diego Padres. It is a 941st pitch. Patrick Corbin set to get the start for David Martinez's squad. Per usual, Charlie Slows and Dave Jagler get you warmed up starting at 910 with Nats on deck. I want to continue the conversation surrounding the Washington Wizards. It's really all it's really been the big news here locally uh, for the past week or so. In terms of the trades, last night with the draft, a lot going on with the D.C. family. The new regime in place here in Washington, the Avengers is how I, is the best way I can describe them. They've got a big three in the front office with Will Dawkins coming over from Oklahoma City, Michael Winger coming over from the L.A. Clippers, and Travis Schlank coming from the Atlanta Hawks. Those three dudes have some big-time decisions to make moving forward. And they made one of their big-time decisions last night uh, when they selected Bilal Koulibaly, the 6'7 wing and teammate of French phenom Victor Wembanyama. Look, I'm still torn on it, and I'm bought into everything this regime does because I just think change was necessary. So they've got a grace period with me. While I believe Bilal Koulibaly will end up turning into a darn good prospect, I wonder, moving forward, does he have more of an impact than Cam Whitmore is going to have on the Houston Rockets moving forward? Does he have more of an impact than some other guys in the draft are going to have for their teams? Because, look, all the talent evaluators have not been shy about admitting this. He was a late riser. He was a late bloomer. And honestly, like, I don't have issue with it because of the timeline of this rebuild that Washington is currently in. They're not expected to compete next year. Maybe he takes the first half of the season to really hone in on his body. And then we see him continue to be more impactful as the season goes on. I don't think this is a situation where Bilal is going to come in right away and start and play 35 minutes tonight. There's going to be an adjustment period. And the Wizards kick off their summer league schedule. I believe it's July the 7th out at the Thomas and Mack Center in Vegas. That is going to be really the first opportunity for this Wizards brass to see him against a higher level of competition and then sort of start to project how he fits into their rotation going into the year. Remember last year, how impactful in telling Summer League was for Johnny Davis, the Wizards' first-round pick. We came out of the draft last year thinking Johnny Davis was going to come in right away and contribute. We left Summer League wondering whether or not Johnny Davis was going to be on the roster moving forward. 
So definitely, I, I feel like the tool of Summer League is so valuable for Washington, and I'm glad Bilal is going to get the opportunity to play in this thing. But like I said in the earlier segment, man, the expectations for this young man are sky high because of who they passed on in favor of him. It's tough. It's tough. I trust Michael Winger. I trust Will Dawkins. I trust this regime. A couple years from now is when we'll really get to give an honest and fair grade of Bilal Koulibaly and the number seven pick uh, from last night. Will Dawkins, though, the new general manager of the Washington Wizards, uh, he spoke to a contingent of the D.C. media last night and really gave an explanation on why the Wizards chose to go with Bilal. Take a listen. I guess I can speak first to Bilal Koulibaly, who we were able to spend a little time with here in D.C. He's a guy that is the fourth youngest player in the draft at 18 years old. We're really, really excited. He, we got a player that we targeted, and that's important. He's a useful, athletic, long, growing body, plays two sides of the ball, and he's got a hunger and a passion and a work ethic that you don't see in a lot of young players. If you follow his career, we were able to track him a little bit last year in the summertime playing his U18 for France, and you saw him coming on, coming on, I think during the summer after that, they played against a USA team that actually had some former NBA players' sons on it. I think Bronny was on it. I think Hardaway was on it. And you could see his competitiveness there. And he started the season playing for the Espoir League, the under-21 league in, in France. Just kept playing, kept going, kept chipping away. Scouting was a little different then. I didn't know our staff, but I know our staff was watching him, just reading through the reports. And then I was able to kind of watch him a little bit more and then during the season, the pro team took a cut, Met 92 took a couple injuries, and he was able to step in, and he wasn't afraid. He really attacked it, made his mark on the defensive end, and then a player stepped away, they had some injuries, and they started putting the ball in his hands. So what some people don't know, or you guys might know, he grew six to seven inches in like one summer. So he had guard skills, and then became this six, seven long, athletic, lanky guy and he kept those ball skills and was able to do more on the ball and shot 50% in the playoffs and went from a guy at the beginning of the season who was playing pro A, playing, wasn't playing pro A, playing a spa, to starting in the finals in one of the best leagues in, in the Europe. So that showed us a lot of growth when we got him here to DC and just talked to him, got to know him as a person. We feel pretty confident he'll continue that trajectory and we're excited to have him. I thought what Will said at the end of that clip was was interesting to me. It's the first time I'm really thinking about it. Because of his ability last year, just this past year, to go from the under-17 team to the big boy league and make a seamless transition, it gives me confidence that he can make this transition to the NBA a little bit more seamlessly. Now, I know the physicality is the number one thing that has continued to be talked about for him and Victor. So it's not like he's the only one that's going to have to deal with that. I just think when you watch him and watch some of the highlights of the playoff run these two went on, talking about him and Victor, he is a uber athlete, ladies and gentlemen. Like, there's a play where one of their teammates misses a shot, and out of nowhere, Bilal flashes onto the screen and has, like, this monster tomahawk put back and then started barking afterwards, ladies and gentlemen. Like, it just speaks to who the dude is. 
they've been him and Victor have been had cameras following them all of last year. So the pressure of coming here to DC, I don't think it'll be too big for Bilal. I'm just curious, man. Like, when is he going to be able to make an impact? And I kind of have an idea, but I feel like when they actually strap him up and, and lace up the shoes for summer league, you'll get a real feel for who he is. But look, I, I expect him to make a highlight play during the summer league. Anytime you're an athlete or the caliber of athlete that Bilal is, man, and you play as hard as he does, you naturally make highlight plays, man. So it'll be interesting to see during the summer league what type of impact he's able to make because during the season, man, we were talking about it last night, me and Chris Dockey on our, on our draft coverage. Look, there's going to be plenty of shots to go around now that Kuz is gone and Porzingis is gone and Brad is gone. Jordan Poole, the newest member of the Washington Wizards, he can only take so many shots. Denny Avdia is going to have to take more shots. Corey Kispert's going to have to shoulder more of the offensive load. We may see Bilal have to shoulder more of the offensive load. The other thing that I loved hearing about Bilal during the process is the mental fortitude that he has. Uh, Wizards GM Will Dawkins spoke about this yesterday, the upbringing uh, of Bilal. Take a listen. He comes from humble beginnings. Nothing was handed to him. Um, and we had a real deep conversation on, like, what drives you? What motivates you? There's going to be some setbacks for all rookies. They're going to be in a different location. Spotlight's going to be a little brighter here. What's going to drive you? What's going to motivate you? What's going to push you? And are you ready for those things? And his personality is is bring it on. I'm ready for it. And that's what I love about him. And it's I think it'll fit it very well with the guys in the locker room. He's got an energy, a work ethic, a passion that, that connects and hopefully unites the group. It's a big time pick, man. It's a big time pick for Washington. Hopefully he's eighteen years old, so you don't know leadership wise what type of impact he's gonna have. But I get what Will's saying. Energy like that is infectious, man. When a guy's gonna be the first dude in the gym and he's gonna be running around, playing with high energy early when everyone's dog-tired. You need a dude like that. That's another reason why I really want to Cam Whitmore. I think as, as important as it is for Washington to gain talent, I think this front office, this coaching staff, and the players for that matter, they must continue to work on developing an identity and a culture for what Wizards basketball is going to be moving forward, man. So... We'll see. Summer League get ready to tip off in about two weeks or so. We'll get an up-close-and-personal look at Bilal. And personally, y'all, I think he's going to make fireworks, man. You can tweet at me as well. It's at N-E-L-L underscore BTP. The question I'm posing out there right now for you all is, what are we calling this Wizards rebuild? The Philadelphia 76ers coined theirs the process. What are we calling it here in D.C.? You can call in about that as well, one 800 636 1067. My man Billy Flanagan tweeted at me and said the Wizards rebuild should be titled The Spell. And I guess that has to do with wizardry. I, I get where you're coming from, Billy, but we need a stronger name than that. Let's go to Vic and Akaki. Does Vic have a stronger name for us? What's going on, Vic? Hey, Lunel. Um, I can't say my, my uh, corn phrase is any stronger, <laughs> but I'll give you the reason of uh, uh-huh. the concept that I have. I call it the settlement. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're familiar with uh, Godfather, my you reference Godfather said, a lot. Uh, I, I love one of the greatest <laughs> movies of all time. I dig it, brother. He said, um, uh, "Carlo, today I settled all business with the five families." And what he meant was, I cleaned out anything that's going to hinder this family from moving forward. Hmm. And what I saw them come in here and do is Michael calling on the front office. I like that. 
Michael Corleone, the roster. Michael Corleone, Michael Corleone, the culture. And I said, oh, this is beautiful. <laughs> we have not seen this ever. Not in my time of watching the Bullets, a.k.a. the Wizards, ever. And what they made sure everyone understood, we are moving towards excellence with the right steps. And anything that does not appeal to us, does not feel to us as excellence for this team, it's gone. It's out of here. With the draft pick that we that they got last night, I love what Dawkins said. He is an athletic kid. He has come from a great upbringing. Um, he is skilled, and he wants to play both sides of the ball. Yeah. The greatest player of all time, Michael Jeffrey Jordan, played both sides of the ball. He attacked both sides of the ball. It creates easier buckets. It creates more high-percentage shots. It demoralizes a player to somebody's confidence when you do not want to let them score, and you want to put your team in position, and you are willing to do the things that give yourself more high-percentage shots and more chances at the rim. That's what I like. He's 18 years old. If he comes and commits himself to what he's already committed himself to at that rate, mm-hmm. he's going to be not only a good player, he's going to be a great player. And what you said something about two minutes ago, mm-hmm. how he adapted to the grown man talent and league as an 18-year-old kid in the past two months, and he was efficient, yes. he was effective, and he produced highlights within that, within his, uh, in that process. So I'm excited about it. Um, I am too. I, 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 I'll, I'll close with this. They, you said they also said that they pass up on some people to get him. Mm-hmm. A lot of times these GMs see things and know things that we don't see 100%. and know. And 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 you could know things about a young man's character, your things about a young man's preferences, uh, what he doesn't want to do, what he does like to do. Regardless of the name that we have here in America, we know that overseas talent wins people championships. I AI the Greek freak, AI uh, the Joker, and. We need to get on that train, and it's about winning. If they can help us win, let's pick them up. Uh, hey, Vic, I, I appreciate the call, my man. Bringing it hard as usual. I, I agree with everything Vic said. The more and more time goes past, the more and more I'm beginning to sell myself on the pick. Because I'll be honest, if y'all was listening to the broadcast live, I did a good job composing myself, keeping myself composed on air, but I was, I was ticked off. I didn't want to say ticked off. I was confused. How about that? I want to take your calls on this, though. MGM National Harbor Listener Lines wide open, 1-800-636-1067. question is pretty simple. What is your reaction on the Wizards pick? How are you feeling about Bilal Koulibaly being selected number seven overall with some other highly touted prospects still on the board? Do you trust the direction that this Washington Wizards front office is going in right now? 1-800-636-1067 is the number. You can tweet at me as well. It's at N-E-L-L underscore BCP. We'll take your calls on the other side of this break. We'll also look at the haul the Wizards got back for Bradley Beal and Chris Stapps Porzingis. Wizards fans out there, stop crying. It's all going to be good. It's the fan. It's overtime here on 106.7 The Fan and always streaming live nationally on the free Odyssey apps. The youngest in charge movement, Linnell Willingham. Taking you up to 9-10 tonight before we dish the rock to Charlie Slows and Dave Jagler. They'll bring you Nats and Padres to get you warmed up. Starting at 9-10 with Nats on deck. Patrick Corbin set to get the start for Davey Martinez. The squad it is a 9-40 first pitch per usual. You can catch all of the action right here on The Fan. I'm trying to hear from you guys, though, man. MGM National Harbor Listener Lines wide open. one 800 636 
1067. You can tweet at me as well. It's at N-E-L-L underscore BTP. We've got a couple of items you can chew on right now, ladies and gentlemen. First thing I want to ask is what we asked this in the first segment of the show, I believe. What are we calling this rebuild for the Washington Wizards? The Sixers had the process. What are we going to call this? Because I hope, I hope, sure as hell hope, that our process, quote-unquote, goes a lot better uh, than the Sixers' process. Because guess what? Your process ain't complete if you don't win a championship. You can tweet at me. It's at N-E-L-L underscore BTP. With your names for the Washington Wizards rebuild, we'll read some tweets off here real quick. Uh, my man Taj Wilson tweets at me and says, call the Washington Wizards construction process the groundbreaking. Okay. That's interesting. Look, I, I always give you guys credit when y'all bring strong calls. I'm, I'm going to tell you when y'all stink too, man. The names that y'all coming up with. Can we do better, DC family? Come on. My man Lester Morris tweets at me and says, the new vision. Okay. I give that a. Four and a half out of ten, Lester. Sean tweets at me and says, Philly has the process. Washington should call theirs the red, white, and blueprint. Here we go. We might have found one. We might have found one. The red, white, and blueprint. Yes, Sean. I can dig that. Sean, you might want to keep that to yourself, though, my brother. If I'm broadcasting it out here on the air, we know somebody might steal it from us. The red, white, and blueprint. I'm digging that, Sean. I appreciate that, man. You can tweet at me as well. It's at N-E-L-L underscore BTP. Looking for names for the Washington Wizards rebuild. And I'm also trying to take your temperature on the haul that Washington got back for Bradley Beal and the Chris Tapps Porzingis. Do you think it's enough? Do you feel as if this team is going in the right direction? You can react to last night's first-round pick as well. Bilal Koulibaly really shocking the world last night, man. The Wizards did picking this young man. I've been very consistent on my thoughts about Bilal. I believe it has the opportunity to end up working out tremendously. I also am realistic enough to understand that they ain't a guarantee that this thing's going to work. MGM National Harbor Listing Lines wide open. 1-800-636-1067 is the number. Before we get to some of your calls, when I want to look at the haul that Washington got for Bradley Beal and Chris Davis Porzingis, I'll read it here out real quick before we get to the calls. The, the initial haul or the haul that Washington got back, I, I'm on Wizards Twitter, and I see people complaining about what Washington got back. Washington turned Bradley Beal and Chris Davis Porzingis into Jordan Poole, Tyus Jones, Landry Shamit, eight second-round picks, four first-round pick swaps, and one protected first-round pick. How could you do any better if you're Michael Winger and Travis Slank and Will Dawkins? How could we have higher expectations for this group? They have completely come in here and stood on business, man. That's the, that's the best way I could put it. When I, when I hear and when I see a front office come in and do everything that they promised us they'd do, I call that standing on business. And that's what Will Dawkins and Michael Winger are doing right now. It's painful going through change. Bradley Beal spent the first 10 seasons of his career here. He was damn close to becoming the franchise's all-time leading scorer. So there's sentimental value and a sentimental part of this whole thing that we lose. But, man, at the end of the day, we want to win. We want to win. And if anyone is upset about the haul we got back for these two dudes, you're clearly not understanding the way things work. 
Bradley Beal, and I say it all the time, he crippled this franchise with that no-trade clause. That made his contract, which was already one of the worst in the association, the no-trade clause, to me, made it the worst in all of pro sports. So the fact that Michael Winger and company were able to move off of the clear-cut worst contract in sports and then get back a young prospect in Jordan Poole who's got superstar written all over him, it's hard to argue with that return, ladies and gentlemen. I want to get your thoughts on this, though. one 800 636 1067 is the number. You can tweet at me as well. It's at N-E-L-L underscore BTP. Let's go to Tootie in D.C. What's going on, Tootie? What's up, man? How you doing? I'm good, man. How you doing? I'm doing good. Uh, first of all, with uh, how the Wizards are going, mm-hmm. um, before, I guess, with the trades and everything like that, uh, Brad's trade, I wasn't really too broken up about it, nor was I really, like, super hyped about it. I did like the bunch of second-round picks that we got because I always think that second-round picks are very underrated uh, assets, whether you use them or you trade them. However, yesterday when they went in-depth about the uh, the pick swaps, I was like, okay, this is, uh, this is, this is pretty good. Yeah. Uh, this is pretty good for the long run. I was, I was digging the pick swaps as well. Uh, the trade of uh, Porzingis, I was a little bit, you know, I mean, I love Porzingis and I love Beal, but it, business is business. Right. But at the same time, um, you know, Boston getting first-round picks out of that kind of, you know, uh, bugged me. Yeah. And, and that's why I was giving the front office a B at the moment. Now, Chris Paul's trade, that moved it to a B-plus in general, so they're moving well. With the draft last night, um, Anthony Black was my choice. Of course, he went early, so yeah. I can't really fault the office for that. Uh, Koulibaly was not really... My first choice, because, you know, I'm going to be honest, when I when people were, like, hyping this guy from France, uh-huh. we did it before years ago with Sakao with Sakao Deboya, wow. and we don't know where he is, but I've been talking to Bilal, and I think he'll do good. I think the one underrated pick last night was uh, Tristan Vuksovic. Yeah, the I big man a, that they got. Yeah, yeah, he's a huge pickup, and, I and you know, with Porzingis leaving, I kind of... I am willing him to be like a Porzingis or a Jokic, and he's not in the second round, so who knows what this office can do, basically, with him. We still got that. So I, I'm, the office has impressed me. But uh, last thing with the name, I don't have a name, and I don't think we should think of a name for this rebuild. <laughs> I think you okay. let the office do what they do and let business go and, and move on and let the action speak for itself because everybody called the process and Philly the process, and now everybody's like saying, oh, my gosh, the process. Yeah. I'm tired of the process. But, I uh, dig it, Tootie. Look, Tootie wants us to just keep chopping wood, man. I appreciate the call, my man. 1-800-636-1067 is the number on the MGM National Harbor Listener Lines. We'll take a quick timeout. When we come back, more of your calls. Plus, we'll take an in-depth look at what the Washington Wizards have returning next year. Of the guys returning to the Wizards roster next year, who are you most excited about? I'll tell you what I think next as the fan. It's overtime here on 106.7 The Fan and always streaming live nationally on the free Odyssey app. It's the youngest in charge movement, Linnell Willingham, taking you up to 9-10 tonight before we dish the rock to Charlie Slows and Dave Jagler. They'll get you warmed up for Nats and Padres. That's a 9-41 pitch. Uh, Charlie Slows and Dave Jagler get you warmed up starting at 9-10 with Nats on deck. Coming up at the top of the 8 o'clock hour, our pal Wayne Cole who covers the Washington Wizards and the Washington Mystics for the United States Press Corp. He is set to join the program. He'll give his thoughts on the direction of the D.C. family and, you know, give his reaction to the moves that they've made here in the past 72 hours or so. That's coming up 
at the top of the 8 o'clock hour. Right now, though, I want to continue to take your calls. MGM National Harbor Lister Lines, wide open, 1-800-636-1067 is the number. You can tweet at me as well. It's at N-E-L-L underscore BTP. I want to reset things here for a second before we get to the phones. want to hear your reaction on everything that's gone down with the Washington Wizards over the past 48 hours or so. Your reaction to the Bradley Beal trade. Your reaction to Jordan Poole now being a member of the Washington Wizards. Your reaction to Bilal Koulibaly, the surprise pick at number seven last night for the Wizards. And I want to get your reaction to something that we've been having some fun with on Twitter. The Wizards right now in the midst of a major rebuild, major retooling and reconstruction of this roster. In Philly, they popularly coined their rebuild the process. Wizards fans, what are we calling our rebuild here in D.C.? The winning answer right now comes from our man, Sean Neutron. He said Washington should call their rebuild the red, white, and blueprint. If anybody can take down Sean, then I might have something nice for you at the end of the night. 1-800-636-1067 is the number, though. Let's get back to the phones. Emmanuel in Rockville. Can you, can you please explain your answer? Because I'm going to spoil it. The signature? My brother, come on. Explain this to me. Well, the reason why I explain it is just think about with with Rick, with uh. Rick, uh, what is his name, Winger and Dawkins did, mm-hmm. they put their signature on this team. Okay. They came out, got aggressive, they made some changes, and they stamped it. The reason why I say that these guys got to have the signature because the simple fact is they got to come in, put their name on it. I and they got that. to play ball, get aggressive, play some ball. We've been playing soft for too long. I mean, the Wizards have been playing soft way too long. But I mean, I like my man red, white, blue. That's that's nice. <laughs> but I think that I think for sure you got to put your signature on this on, on this team right here. Hey, look, Emmanuel, I, I, pre- I, pre- I appreciate the call, man. Look, I like the signature. Now that he's explained it a little bit, I, I like it because they're putting their stamp on things. The signature, I understand that. I understand that. And look, I've been going back and forth about this. To me. Them moving off of Bradley Beal's contract and all that, that was fine and dandy. We expected all of that to happen. Last night was really their first opportunity to put their signature on this roster. They had the chance to choose any player available to them to start this rebuild, to accelerate this rebuild. And they went with Bilal Koulibaly, man. Like I said, the young man is going to have a ton of expectations and pressure on him. But I think based on who he is, he should be able to handle it, man. 1-800-636-1067 is the number on the MGM National Harbor Listener Lines. You can tweet at me as well. It's at N-E-L-L underscore BTP. A lot of different things on the docket right now, man. I want to get your reaction to the big-time moves that have happened in the past 48 hours with this squad. I want to get your reaction to last night's draft pick, Blau Koulibaly. And I want you guys to take a stab at this thing, man. Show off your creativity, DC family. The Sixers coined their rebuild the process. What are we coining ours here in the district, man? I told you, Sean Neutron got the leg up on y'all, making y'all look real bad, honestly. What do you call it? The red, white, and blueprint. If someone can come up with a better name than that, I might got something for you at the end of the night. Stay tuned. Let's go to Little. Little, I know you're going to bring it strong, man. What's going on, Little? What's up, big fella? Now I can't mess with that. I like that. <laughs> I like the red, white, blue. Hey, he better be careful. He better get that thing patented. Oh, I know. Hey, look, Lamel, I'm telling you now, man, all the players that we got in the house now, they got a little chip on their shoulder, mm-hmm. especially Davis. Davis going to hey, make a big difference this year, man. 
And I like that kid that picked that guy. Oh, I was in the country, New Mexico, and they were talking at my grandson's graduation. Okay. That's why you ain't been calling for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it was nice weather. I, I thought it would be really hot, but it was nice down there. Man, I was checking the kid out on YouTube a couple of weeks before the draft. No, I'm not going to say it could be maybe seven days before the draft. We were down there early. Yeah. And then he was talking about getting them. Then he was talking about going after black. Man, that kid can handle the ball, man. Yeah. That kid would be a big dude. Man, I'm telling you now. Hey, look, I like Gary Moon and Mayla now, especially the kid we got from Golden State, the boy that can stroke. Man, that boy can shoot, man. Hey, look, three balls. I'm going to call them three balls corner. Something. We got to come up with something. Them boys going to be, hey, look, they going to be shooting that rock, man. Hey, look, God bless you. Stay up, Lanelle. Hey, Little, appreciate you. Hey, that's you. Uptown Don. I holler out Uptown Don, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I appreciate you tapping in, Little. Always good to hear from you. Yeah, I think I want to go into a little bit more detail on Jordan Poole because I feel like Wizards Twitter, if I had to put it in percentages, i say it's 60-40. 60% of people are on board for Jordan Poole, and 40% of y'all out there tripping and don't want Jordan Poole. I got some numbers for you on Jordan Poole. Per 36 minutes a season ago, Bradley Beal averaged 24 points per game on 19 field goal attempts. Jordan Poole averaged 23 points per game on 17 field goal attempts. Now, Bradley Beal a little bit more efficient than Jordan Poole was, but at the end of the day, you saw it. This young man, when he wasn't in the shadows of Klay Thompson and Stephen Curry, bald, flat out bald. And the one thing that I will continue to believe in is that look a change of scenery a lot of the times is absolutely what's needed for someone to take that proverbial next step and when you look at the numbers of Jordan Poole when Stephen Curry wasn't on the floor and when Stephen Curry wasn't in the lineup he balled so for the first time in his young career he is going to be completely out of the shadows of Steph Curry and Klay Thompson I expect Jordan Poole to take full advantage of the opportunity he's going to have here in Washington. MGM National Harbor Lister lines wide open. 1-800-636-1067 is the number. You can tweet at me as well. It's at N-E-L-L underscore BTP. We'll take a quick time out. When we come back, more of your calls. I need a name for this Wizards rebuild moving forward. The Sixers called it the process. What are we calling it here in D.C.? I also want to hear your thoughts on the Bradley Beal move. And what did you think of last night's first-round pick? Bilal Koulibaly. All that more coming up next here on The Fan. Hey, everyone. Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 